When it comes to COVID-19 in India, all lives for the past week have been on Kerala, which has added more than 10,000 cases every day since 28 July. Its positivity rate is more than six times that of the national average. While the rest of the country is experiencing a sharp decline in cases after reaching a peak in April and May, Kerala since 15 June has been reporting a steady climb of 10,000 cases a day on average. Now, the recent spike in cases are making headlines. Between 27 July and 1 August, the state reported more than 20,000 daily COVID cases, bringing the total case load to 1.65 lakh. So, how has the state, which was hailed for beating the medical oxygen crisis incurred by other states in April and May and for its handling of the pandemic, still reporting so many cases? What went wrong? Or are these the first signs of the beginning of the third wave in India? To understand the ground reality in Kerala for this episode we spoke to Dr Sulfi Nuhu secretary of the Kerala chapter of the Indian Medical Association and senior Kerala based journalist KP Sethunath Get tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Emmat Kerala has been in partial lockdown for the past 85 days for which the Pinarayi Vijay led government has been facing harsh criticism since the economy has taken a big hit owing to the lockdown for example according to the lockdown rules non essential shops which fall into areas that have more than 10% positivity rate which are present 6 out of 14 districts do can only open on 3 days a week as a result of the lockdown restrictions the state's powerful trade union the kerala vyapari vyavsay ekopana samiti has even said that they will be going against lockdown restrictions and opening shops from 9th august however despite the anger towards the state government according to senior journalist kp setunath there is a sense of uncertainty and fear in the air given the rise in cases there is definitely a sense of worry in the sense that you know the the the, the, the infection rate is remaining at a kind of a constant level and uh, although the expert are saying that you know we don't have to be unduly worried about it because uh, the tapering of kind of an effect is going to be a slower process in the state and uh, uh, we should not be i mean over i mean uh, overtly much worried about the situation for instance if you look at the yesterday's data that is monday's data the number of infected patients was something like 13000 so but the number of uh, people who are um, what do you call who have been tested was also low compared in the because in the sundays the number of people getting tested tested are low so today we have to look at the today's picture and secondly uh, and today the state government is also bringing out because there was a committee headed by the state chief secretary looking at the at the lockdown measures and what kind of uh, relaxation should be given for the lockdown and today the government the, the state cabinet is meeting today evening and they will they, and the indications are that they are likely to relax uh, some of the restrictions for instance uh, nowadays uh, they are allowing only the only the grocery shops and uh, other things to be shops and things like that to be functional uh, throughout the uh, week but today there are indications that the government may relax and allow all kinds of shops to open 
uh, till the, I mean, uh, five days in a week and some kind of, so those kind of relaxations are all, are, are all and uh, are likely to be, to, to be implemented from today. And another, another thinking is that, you know, they are trying to uh, restrict the lockdown into a kind of a micro level lockdown, so where there's a number of infections and the, post, and the, and the most vulnerable areas will be locked down or cut off from the rest of the place and uh, uh, things like that. But uh, Kerala is being a very, very the population then in a very highly densely populated region and the movement of the people from one place to another place is quite uh, uh, quite frequent compared with other states in the country. The, we don't know how this idea of a micro level lockdown is going to, going to really work out. And, uh, and that is the situation right now. According to COVID19India.org, which curates state and central bulletins for COVID-19 data, on 4th May, Kerala reported 17.01 lakh cases. A strict lockdown has been since implemented to curb the virus. However, the caseload has doubled to 34.25 lakh cases as of 2nd August. If the lockdown restrictions are so strict, why is the state reporting so many cases? A part of the explanation for Kerala's high caseload can be due to its excellent COVID surveillance. According to the latest National Seroprevalence Survey conducted by the ICMR, only five infections go unreported for every reported case in the state, as compared to the national average of 25 unreported cases for every case reported. Kerala has also topped the charts when it comes to testing per million among larger states in India, where according to a Times of India report, on a seven-day average, Kerala is testing 4,587 people per million, and for every one lakh, it is testing 78,336 people. But the biggest factor on why Kerala is still reporting a high number of cases is because a large chunk of its population does not have any antibodies against the virus. According to the seroprevalence survey, only 44% of the population above the age of 6 years has been infected by COVID, compared to the national average of over 67%. In an earlier interview with the Quint, Dr. Gautam Menon, a professor of physics and biology at Ashoka University, stated that the reluctance of cases coming down in Kerala shows that a sizable percentage of the population has not been infected by the virus. So Kerala is a mystery. And I mean, my own feeling is that Kerala was actually somewhat more successful than other states in terms of controlling its case numbers and in terms of controlling its, its infections. It's, um, it shut down fairly stringently and it sort of unlocked down also with fairly, fairly rigorously. And if you look at the sero surveys conducted in Kerala, which found about 10% of people had prior infection by early January, by about the 10th of January, compared to numbers like 20% plus across all of India on average, and much larger than that in the individual cities, in the major cities of India. So that suggests to me that overall, fewer people on average are infected in Kerala as a fraction of the population compared to the rest of the country, that the intervention that the Kerala government did were somewhat successful in keeping these numbers down. But on the other hand, there are more people to be infected. And that's a negative of this, that there are more people potentially who could be infected. And I think that's what you're seeing in this reluctance of the numbers to come down. It's just that people are now slowly getting infected. There is a background of infection. But importantly, those numbers are not large enough to cause a serious strain on the health system. And that's what we should be looking at. According to the Kerala government dashboard, the total active cases in Kerala at the moment are 1,67,381 and 5 out of the 14 districts in Kerala contribute nearly 1 lakh of active cases in the state at present. However, even though the state is seeing a high caseload, it has reported a low mortality rate. According to COVID-19India.org, 
Kerala has reported a 0.5% mortality rate compared to the national average of 1.32%. We spoke with Dr. Sulfi Nuhu, Secretary of the Kerala Chapter of the Indian Medical Association, and according to him, hospitals are currently only 50% full and the cases at present are manageable. He sheds light on how hospitals in Kerala are managing the current caseload. At the moment, the hospitals are not, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not stretched yet. Uh, see, the, uh, I think we can have, uh, we are, we are uh, almost 50% full, maybe 60%, up to only up to 60% as far as ICU, uh, intensive care units, um, beds, ICU beds, oxygen beds, and other uh, facilities are concerned. But in some districts, one or two districts, uh, it's, um, it's going up. The total number of admissions are going up. And also, if you take up the total picture for the last few days, uh, the, the hospital admissions are also gradually ticking up. That is, a, mm-hmm. that is an issue. But overall, uh, you know, the hospitals are not full. It's not, um, you know, it, it is still manageable, even though uh, we have some deaths every day. Uh, but still manageable. The last lockdown, it was almost full. In, in we were in the in the verge of a collapse. So uh, I think uh, we are anticipating a spike of a number of admissions in the hospitals and especially in intensive care units mm-hmm. a week before uh, a week before the total uh, shutdown. So we need to shut down uh, even before it uh, it reaches the full. The hospitals mm-hmm. become full. Uh, regarding the number of tests, you know, the total number of cases are up. We have to understand this, basically. Mm-hmm. The total number of cases are more. We have around 20,000 cases per day. But we, we have to understand this. We've been doing uh, almost 2 lakhs, 1.7, 1.3, 1.8 uh, lakh tests per, per day. So that's why this, 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 it's, it's a planned move to test more, to identify more, and we are doing targeted testing. See, so that's why uh, we get more cases. We are not actually, we are not worried, not worried about uh, the total number of cases. We are worried about the TPR and few pockets, in fact. We were anticipating this rise, 20,000 plus, uh, you know, if you do more tests, that is naturally. So even even when, you know, we, we did one lakh test, when, when it was 40,000 cases, 40,000 cases last month, uh, maybe in June, uh, you know, that the total test done was around one lakh only. Mm-hmm. Now we are doing two lakhs plus, almost two lakhs, and we get around 20,000. Are the cases that you're witnessing right now severe cases of COVID? Or are they just mild cases? Yeah, we are witnessing only mild cases, luckily. Uh, mm-hmm. Majority, a good number of them. But uh, that's why the hospital admissions are less at the moment. We are mm-hmm. keeping a close watch on that, whether it is increasing or not. So, uh, so uh, fortunately, we have some, uh, definitely we have some ICU admissions and uh, all those things are happening. But it's comparatively definitely lesser than uh, the, the previous uh, previous period. Not only in Kerala, but the government has also stated that the pandemic is still raging in India in seven other states. Dr. V.K. Paul, who heads the government's COVID-19 task force on 3rd August, stated that 44 districts in India have reported a high positivity rate, adding that the Delta variant second wave is not over. India on 3rd August reported 30,549 new COVID cases and 422 deaths in the past 24 hours. Though experts have predicted that the third wave will begin in August, Many states are still being tormented by the second. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com.
Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts. 